Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I'm stoked because I have, it's like you getting a twofer today because I have two amazing women on the podcast today. Let me introduce them to you. Jessica and Anne are the founders of Industrious Moms and the podcasters behind Found in Motherhood podcast. Literally, we could talk for seven hours. I mean, just those two. We don't even have to do anything else. We could talk for hours and hours. Um, they're the moms in the trenches, just like you. Between the two of them, they have five kids, two girls, three boys, all various ages. Anne and Jess both love being mothers. But we also love running our online businesses and pursuing passions outside of motherhood as well. They're here to help you get started in beating the overwhelm as a mom while also helping you to identify and follow your passion project. We're soul sisters. Welcome to the podcast, both of you. Yay. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you for having us. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you both on here today on the podcast. And okay. So that was a really short bio. Would you guys like to just share a little bit more together and individually about yourselves? Sure. And do you want to go first? Do you want me to? Well, you know, it's funny because Jess and I are a rare breed. So we became, well, maybe not that rare. Um, It just depends. So we actually met VR online businesses because we're both elementary music specialists who were teachers in the classroom for many years and then, you know, felt called to serve other music teachers through our, our businesses. And we both, you know, had the opportunity to do that and also find ourselves as moms as well. And so the two have really gone beautifully hand in hand. And although we knew of each other um, and talked like via social media, then at some point it was just like, you know, what? we need to do something together. <laughs> and so yeah. that's where all of this led. And it's not music based. It's based in being moms and having, you know, these online businesses that have been passion projects and help serve our roles as mom and given us something to, to help ourselves really ground ourselves in our, our identity as moms, but as people and business owners and finding ourselves mm-hmm. in motherhood through that, hence the name of the podcast. So yeah. love it. Love it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Did you guys meet? So are, are you in the same state? No. So no where, where do you guys live? So I'm in Arkansas and, um, Anne is, well, I'm in Washington <laughs> state. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so super far away. So mm-hmm. have you guys ever met in person? Like hung out? Mm-hmm. Okay. Isn't that funny? It. No, no, we're just online buddies. That's how <laughs> we met. So yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it's totally, it's totally both of our personalities. Cause we, we kind of joke about this with each other. We're both actually introverts that come across <laughs> as extroverts. So like meeting people online is kind of my jam. Cause I'm like, I don't have to see you in person. I can just talk to you on a computer screen and be done with it. <laughs> yeah. I can feel you out through Instagram DMS before I know whether or not we can be real friends. Right. right exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. <laughs> That is so, that's so amazing. And so, you know, I think it's such a God thing how he will just randomly bring somebody together through, it could be something as like 
innocuous as like a post that has nothing to do with anything, but just catches your eye. Um, I've made so many of my really closest friends. It was like their, God put their social media in my feed purposely. Like I didn't know them. I didn't know any, but their feed, I kept seeing, I was like, okay, I need to be friends with this person. Is that kind of how it was with the two of you? Yeah. I can't even pinpoint when we started talking is what's funny. I think we just both like, probably like you said, kept seeing each other's stuff pop up and um, we're both in agreement. We, I mean, I can't name names, but and I wouldn't anyways, but you know, you see the people who are constantly like, it, it is competition and it is like, oh, well I need to one up them or whatever. And both of us in agreement, like we're totally fully supportive of what each, what each other do. Like we are completely cheering each other on. And I tell people about her all the time and you need to go find Anne. And I know she does the same for me. And I think that's what kind of we kind of bonded in that way because we are both moms, both running online businesses, but we both also relate to each other in the fact that we are both supportive of each other as well. And it's not a competition and um, that's on it. Well, I guess that's why we went in business together too. So. <laughs> okay. So what are your, what are your businesses separately? And then what are you guys doing together? Tell everybody. So like she said, we both run our separate um, music education businesses, both similar, similar audiences, but different for, um, for me, I started out offering a a piano course, um, an online piano course. That's how my business started. It was actually, I started with just blogging and then I kept having friends and family in other States ask me, I wish you could teach my child piano. I wish you could finally, like, why don't I just create a course? And there's a lot, you know, more to that story, but I, so I did that first. And then, um, I had always had it in my heart to also help music teachers, And my story was where I started at a school that didn't have music for seven years and all this stuff. So I wanted to help other teachers who kind of found themselves, maybe not in the same exact situation, but similar. Um, So I added that part to my business. And so I have a piano course and then a membership site for elementary music teachers. Um, So that's where I'm at with resources for elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And then, and then what about you, Anne? Yeah. So I do something similar. So, um, you know, I spent a lot of years in the classroom and I was actually going to graduate school to become a college professor to teach pre-service um, music teachers and all that good stuff and was teaching graduate courses in the summer. And then my husband um, got a promotion that brought us out to the Pacific Northwest. And it's always been our dream to live out here. So it's like, yes. And I quit my program, which is horrible, but um, I quit my program and we came out here and it was, I started my business because I couldn't find a job, to be honest with you, because it was mid-year and um, there were no teacher jobs open because everything was filled at that time. So I was like, well, you know, I love serving other teachers. So let me just see like what I can do online. And then that's grown into, you know, resources. And then I don't have a membership, but I do have courses for teachers. Mm -hmm. And so I have, um, a couple of different courses and we both have music ed podcasts <laughs> so where we're talking to music teachers. But I think it's interesting what Jessica said, because we have different backgrounds and we're very similar. We get along really, really well, but our personalities I think are different enough. And the things that we talk mm-hmm. about, we talk about the same things, but we talk about them in different ways. And yeah. you know, one of my favorite things yeah. that people, people say, and I've heard specifically from Nikki Ellidge Brown about um, how it's a combination of the timing, the message and the messenger that really makes something click for people. So, you know, people come across Jess at a certain time and her message is really resonating for for them from her. And then maybe they come across um, me at a different time and the message is resonating different for them. And so, you know, there's space for both of us in this very, very refined niche, right? Very Mm -hmm. similar offerings, but we also have probably people who are in both of our programs. We've never compared oh. lists or anything. I know for a but, fact. I know for a fact because so. people have told me, and I'm like, awesome. 
mom, I'm so <laughs> yeah. glad you're with it. You know, yeah, that's what it should be about. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, everything kind of works really beautifully together. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's funny because most people are probably like, all right, so if you're both music teachers, why don't you have a music business together? Well, <laughs> Which is what we thought we would do. And then we, we just never, we yeah. yeah, we thought we'd do something like that. And, you know, we've collaborated in that sense. Like we've been on each other's mm-hmm. podcasts and, you know, we support each other when we have, you know, our launches going on and mm-hmm. our, and our music businesses, but really I think that we're unique in that we both do this business thing full time and we're both really focused on our kids. And one of the most beautiful things, I don't want to speak for Jess, but I think I can when it comes to this, that, you know, one of the most beautiful things about our online business is that it's allowed us to put motherhood first and our families first, which it should always be right. Like I will always, always, always put my family before anything else. And I've had this business that I started because I needed that for me. And I started it before I had kids, but it's been a lifeline having newborn babies and a toddler and you know, a three-year-old and a one-year-old now, it's a lifeline to have the opportunity to go and do that work and to hopefully give a glimmer of that to other moms too. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what our hope is with both the podcast and the forthcoming membership that we really want a place for moms to be in community with one another, to really, really um, focus in on their motherhood and, and being the best mom that they want to be, but also just being the best woman that they want to be. And what that what that means in terms of balancing or balance the myth. So just navigating both business and motherhood as well. And I'll stop talking. I'm sorry, I'm a rambler. So <laughs> we're, pod- we're podcasters. We never are at a lack of words. So. That's the truth for all of us. Um, okay, so so that's what you do separately. Together, you have a podcast and a forthcoming and membership. We'll, we'll say it that okay. way. <laughs> yeah, we have a website. Um, we have we've had blogs on there right now, and then our podcast with future plans to have a membership site for moms wanting to pursue passion projects. But right okay. now, we're just focusing on growing our audience and just speaking to moms and getting to know other podcasters and women um, and helping support however we can. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And I think it's, I think it's safe to say early 2021, the membership will yeah. be off the ground, but it's in the, in the baby beginning stages right yeah. now for us in the background. So yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel you. I feel you <laughs> on that. So, okay. So all of these things, where does, let me ask you together and separately, where does your faith fit into all of this? Mm-hmm. Are your, is your, is your podcast faith-based is your upcoming membership for moms going to have that infused in it? How is that? Is that a part of what you do or is it just part of who you are? Um, so for me, faith has always been a part of, I, okay. I think about it like this. I taught in the public school system. We weren't allowed to talk about God. And then in online business, I've always been very, I want to always talk to people for them to know I love the Lord, but not mm. for me to also know that everybody else doesn't, if that makes sense. Yes. But still for, for me to be able to reach them and for them to see I'm authentic and real. Um, and I, I got an email last week that meant a lot to me. Cause she said, I love hearing you talk about your faith because I've always been turned away from Christianity. This came out of the blue and I don't get emails like this all the time, but it was one that I got that I was like, wow, I didn't even know I was doing that. But she said, you're real and authentic and you don't push me away from wanting to know more about it. You're just real in how you live. And I went, Mm -hmm. and I don't even post, Mm -hmm. you know, the occasional, like I listened to this worship song today, or I did when COVID starting and teachers were really struggling was I really am praying for you. And, um, so for me and I, um, Ann and I, in our business, we're starting for moms where we both know the Lord has led us to where we're at. And I know that Absolutely. he, I can see how he's completely ordered my steps 
because from being in the classroom and then my school closed and then actually that particular school building burned to the ground. Um, oh. So if God's not closing that door, I don't know what else that <laughs> oh would my be. Goodness. But we moved to Arkansas and I thought I would go back into teaching. That was my plan all along. My plan was going to get my degree. I'm going to teach for 30 plus years and, you know, retire with, you know, as a teacher. Um, I know it's funny because people will say, and I'm sure you got this question too, but did you always know you're going to be an entrepreneur? And I'm like, no, like that didn't even exist when I graduated college. You know, it wasn't even a thing anybody talked about. Um, but I had a friend in a parking lot after dinner who is an entrepreneur and she, in the parking lot, I was just telling her like, I really don't know what to do. I want to go back into teaching, but we found out my oldest son, um, just needed me to stay home with him. He has autism. And then we found out food allergies for our second son. And I just did not feel comfortable putting them in childcare. Um, so I knew I needed to stay home then I didn't know how long and basically her words were, why don't you just start an online business? And I remember looking at her like, why don't I do a what now? You know, like, I don't know what you mean. And so that those words just kept ringing my head. And basically every step from that moment, four and a half years ago to now, I have just never felt a check in my spirit about keeping going. It's been like God just opening the right doors and closing the wrong ones. And if I ever felt like it was not his leading anymore, or he was directing me back into the classroom, I would totally do that in a heartbeat. But so that was a really long answer. But to answer your question for me, we don't have a business per se, where we're teaching others about the Lord, you know, but I feel like he's totally using us to help the people who come in contact with us. And he has given us these giftings in order to do that. So that was really long answer. Sorry. Love it. (laughs) Good. How about you, Anne? Did you want to add anything to that? Yeah. I think that it's just, you know, you asked, is it, is it part of your business or is it just who you are? And, you know, for, I think for both of us, it's really one in the same, because yeah. like Jess was saying, you know, if you're living your life a certain way, that is just infused with God all the time, you can't help, but have it be a part of what you're doing. Right. So, you know, mm-hmm. I I'm like, Jess, you know, if you work in a public school, depending on your situation, cause like mm-hmm. where I live now is like, it was like all the Christmas, all the, all the everything's all the prayers, all the God bless you, all the things. Right. Um, and then teaching in Dallas, it was not that way. It was very, just like, <laughs> You know, when you're in a bigger metro area, it tends to be Mm -hmm. anyway. So I find myself, um, not, not feeling like I need to censor myself, um, which is a very freeing thing. So, you know, like Jessica was saying, I, I don't apologize or I don't feel like I shouldn't post like my devotional in the morning, or I don't feel like I can't say like, I'm praying for you, or I'm not going to, you know, if I see like a beautiful sunrise, it's so cheesy and like so basic, but you know, you see like a beautiful sky and you post on Instagram, like God is good, you know, but I mean, if you have those moments, I think that you should share them. And so that's how, I mean, you know, they're really one in the same and particularly with this business. I mean, I don't think there's any way to talk about motherhood and starting a business without talking about your faith in some capacity, just in terms of like, it's stressful. It's hard. There's a lot of times that you feel alone. And the only, the only moments of peace that you have sometimes are just that surrender. We're like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is not, this is not me. Like I, I got to give it up and just like follow whatever's going to happen. And if you're just meeting resistance all the time, then it's time to just like sit back and be like, okay, here it is. (laughs) And that's just life. Right. So for me right now, my life is very much like motherhood or business or, you know, motherhood and family and husband. And he's yeah. important too, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, 
but so it has, it has to be grounded that way. So like Jessica said, it's not explicitly like, okay, like let's go reference this Bible verse or let's, you know, do, do this type of worship today, but it's much more like, this is just our foundation, Hmm. right? This is what we have to, what we have to feel grounded in, in order to, you know, sometimes get to even nap time (laughs) some days. Yeah. So I think that's a beautiful thing. And, you know, it's what you guys talked about competition. It's one of my, it's something that's very near and dear to my heart. And within the Girl Power Alliance community, it's something that I, it's the culture that we have. And I pray that it will seep out into the world because I, one of the things that I believe wholeheartedly is that the enemy knows how powerful women are when they stand together, when they align themselves for a greater purpose. And so I believe like, but literally for hundreds of years, he's told women that we are in competition with each other mm-hmm. and created this environment where women, it's actually very hard to connect with women and to have uh, true, authentic, transparent relationships and partner up and stuff like that because of that lie that we have like submitted to and believed for so many years. So um, I agree with you uh, literally like it, it, within our community, you know, there are some communities that are like, well, we only have one person that represents X, Y, and Z. And I just believe, and you two are case in point. I just believe that every voice is unique. Um, even if you're literally in the same profession, same industry, same company, two people, you could still have such unique things to say and impact people in different ways that every voice has just like unparalleled importance and value. And so we're all about that here. I love that you guys are doing that. You're literally like the perfect little textbook of what <laughs> I I believe is possible in the, in the world for women. And so mm-hmm. I want to applaud you guys for that in a really, really just big way. Thank Love you. that. Uh, we are just so big on, I mean, I guess well, our audience is moms for this side of our business. And it, we are so big on that because I feel like, like you said, women are told you can't do this or you have to make this choice or you can't do it this way or imposter syndrome is huge. Yes. And it is so true where I don't know why, I don't know if that, like you said, like, why has that been a thing for so many years where women feel like you feel like you're just trucking right along and you're doing great in life. And then you see this lady over here and you're like, Oh, I should do it like that. <laughs> and it just stops you. And that's how I can speak from experience that's happened to me. And it's like, why though? Why, you know? And so I love that. I love your mission too, for what, how you're helping women just be themselves because it's so important. It's, I I just believe now is our time, like uh, as women, I I believe that God's calling women up into um, every area of the world, regardless of what their profession is, regardless of how big their like list or audience is. I believe it's time for women to rise up and and really lead and lead from that, that heart that you two have to serve and really to share your experience and to empower other women to realize how valuable they are, how they have unique skills and um, gifts to offer the world. And so what you're doing is like so important. I I love what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the thing is, is that it's easy to get bogged down by what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. And in a weird way, whether you admire somebody or whether you are envious of somebody, that's just a big mirror, right? So it's like, they either have what I want or they're doing something totally, or, or, you know, or if you see, see another mom or another business owner and you're like, oh, I would never do that. That's, that's like all a reflection of you, right? Like whatever Mm, your perceptions are (laughs) of what's going on around you, that's something that you got to work through. I'm speaking from personal experience here (laughs) that you have to 
to work through to say like, why am I feeling this way? Like, where is that coming mm-hmm. from? Like, what is it that I wish that I had? Like, what are my goals going forward? And so I love what you're saying because it needs to be less about that. Just like, oh, I want what she has or, oh, she's doing something that works for her great. Like awesome. Right. Like, let's just roll with that. And I, I love what you're saying too, because I think that if you feel just the tiniest inkling to do something, there's, there's a greater purpose behind yes. that. Right. And, you know, Jess and I, we, for the longest time, like she said, we were like, oh, we should work on this. And then just like, didn't happen or like, oh, we should do this thing together. And then it didn't happen. And then it was like something yeah. clicked. And I mean, how, you know, just a few months ago, this is a pretty new thing for us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, everything's been exploding right and left, but it's like, nope, we're just going to keep trekking. Like I'm in the middle of moving. Jess is like her kids went back to school. Like there's just like all this stuff yeah. like going on, but it's like, nope, we just got to keep doing like, it's like, there's a reason that, that we need, that we've been called to do this. And we know yeah. that moms need it. Oh my goodness. Um, I think I, I'm a mother of three. Um, I had my first, ch- I, you guys probably don't know my story. But I had my, my first daughter who's 30 and pregnant with her first baby right now. I had her when I was 16 years old, my son, when I was 19. And then there was a 10 year gap between those two and my third, who's going to be 18 in a couple of days. And so, um, it, I believe wholeheartedly that, you know, leadership at home, that being a mother is by far the hardest, most important job that there is. It is, um, we, we undermine it in society in general. Mm-hmm. Um, we, as women downplay it like, Oh, I'm, I hate it. When I hear somebody say, I'll say, Oh, you know, tell me about yourself. What do you do? Well, I'm just a stay at home mom, mm-hmm. just a stay at home mom. There's nothing harder or more important. Like it's mm-hmm. the job that never ends that you don't get paid for that. You don't get awards for like, oh, you know, yeah. It's and it's so important to um, edify and recognize the all the different styles of mothering. You know, mm-hmm. I so my oldest daughter's thirty, and being I was just telling her the other day because you know she's having her baby and everything. We were talking about um, all that. She's like, I just I, I asked her about delivery. I said, so like, are you thinking about it? Are you prepared? And she goes, actually, I'm trying not to think about it. And I thought that that was really funny because it's the opposite of like the typical millennial mom who comes in with the eight page birth plan. And, um, and I was telling her, you know, when I had you, I was 16 and ignorance was bliss. I literally didn't know what to even worry about. I trusted my doctor Mm. and they took good care of me and I just went in, popped this baby out, right? Um, I feel, and so as I got older and my girlfriends were having kids, there was so much about the way that I parented that was like looked down on. Do you know Mm, what I mean? And I think that was before social media. Mm. Social media is such a blessing and a curse. And and I feel like it literally torments mothers. You have these moms Mm -hmm. are so crafty and their kids are always perfect and they have the bows in their hair and they take these beautiful, looks like they have a photographer walking around with them every day and their house looks like, you know, Their, their home looks like pottery barn. I'm like, I'm a loser. Yeah. And they have help or they're just taking a picture of like the yep. one corner. Right. Or they're at pottery barn. <laughs> oh yeah. And then right after that picture, there's like spit up and the mom's like back in her sweatpants. You know? it's, like- it's so true. So I believe that it's such a, it's such a whole, it's a holy call to empower, you know, mothers to um, whatever it is, you know, and then there's all this guilt. I, I was everything. I was a stay at home mom. I was a working mom. I was a single mom. So I have all these different perspectives. And it was like these little like warring groups. Mm -hmm. The stay-at-home moms hated the working moms. And the working moms just looked so down on the, the, you know, there was all these things. I feel like 
like we we are each other's support yeah. system. Right. Exactly. And that's why, you know, we really want, that's why this community is going to be so important yes. because the idea is that, you know, we talk about the membership that's going to be coming in early 2021 and it's going to be community-based. I mean, there'll be pockets of like, if you have your passion project and you're ready to do this thing, here's your tips to do the da 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 whatever it might be. But then there's also going to be this mother, this motherhood side of it where we can come together and just be in community with one another and respect each other and love on each other, no matter what's going on and how it might be different from what we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you talk about the social media rabbit hole and just like the age of information. I remember oh. when I had you know, my first daughter and I was just having a lot of feeding troubles with her and I would just go down the rabbit hole and that would just like sink me into a deep, dark abyss. Right. And I remember talking to my mom and she was like, you know, sometimes it's better not to have so much information at your disposal, you know, if it's not being, if it's not helpful to you. And so I think that, you know, even though there's so much out there, like you mentioned, there's the comparison trap. There's a lot of information that, you know, it's on the internet, so it must be true, but is it kind of thing? And it's, right. it's making us feel more isolated. Yeah. So it might seem more, it might seem counterintuitive than to have like a online membership, but the idea is mm-hmm. to have the space that's really protected, that's facilitated by us because we know the value of being around other women who can lift each other up. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, I have been all three too. I was a work outside the home mom and then stay at home mom. And then now a work from home mom. And I see, like you said, I see the mom wars with, and I hate to say it that way, but I don't know how else to say it. I mean, I it's the truth, you know, but I do see that. I, I felt that way when I was a working mom, I would get, I would see my stay at home mom friends having play dates and then would be like kind of jealous, but then and I'd have comments made to me like, oh, don't you need, think Owen needs more of your attention, blah, blah, blah. As a stay-at-home mom, I felt I felt like I was like losing myself a little bit because I was like, where did where did Jessica go in the middle of this? And then I felt guilty for feeling that way. Yes. And then as a work-from-home mom, I get comments about that from my work outside the mo- um, home mom friends and, you know, or stay-at-home mom friends. And so there's always just like comments. And I've had to literally just like, ah, you know, of course, listen to it if it's constructive criticism. But then also there's, there's people that are just always have an opinion. And like, Anne, I love how you said that earlier. It, um, I feel like the people, whatever they're saying is how they're feeling. Yes. And it's like, it's, it's a reflection on them and not me. And it's kind of like, there's something you're battling inside of you somehow where you feel like you have to like kind of word vomit and social media, like you said, it is, I, and you just did a, a solo podcast episode about this for our podcast, but about the, that exact mm-hmm. thing, um, Instagram versus reality for moms, because it's so true. I've even been on there. I'm like scrolling and you see these, like, you're like, how the heck did you get your kids to, <laughs> right? you know, my boys are like, I don't want a picture. And I'm like, come on, just one and bribing oh them. God. So you see us at the pumpkin patch all like, I'm like <laughs> yeah. in the 10 minutes before that picture, it, it was like chaos getting everybody over there. But anyways, but that's the thing is you can't compare because you don't know that mom's story. That was like a five minute snippet of her day and the rest of the day, not like you want it to be a train wreck, but reality huh. is she's probably facing something too. You don't even know about. And so it's just all about giving each other grace and let each mom be who they are. Like that yeah. every mom and woman for that matter makes a choice for them. Do you want to be a stay at home mom? Amazing. Do you want to go back to work? Go for it. Do you want to start your own business? Super. But everybody I just think the judgment and the comparing is just, just stop it. Well, and so much of it too, I think is like, 
you know, you go through like Facebook groups or another, you know, either just Instagram comments and people asking questions. And it's like, are you looking, are you asking a question? Are you looking for validation? And I think there's a huge Mm, difference between the two where like, you know, and then, and that's like a whole other deep, dark abyss. Yes. Right. And so the idea is, is that we want, like I said, we want people to feel like they can come together and just be the moms and the women that they're meant to be like no matter what you're going through with your kid like I I have a three-year-old and it's like the moment my little redheaded child turned three it was like she's every bit of three and good god please give me all the patience in the world (laughs) like I love her she's gonna change the world but she's gonna make me lose my mind in the process but um you know it's just like I'm still meant to be her mom we you know like she's there's moments where I need to just like close the bathroom door and just take a deep breath, but I'm meant to be her mom. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Like even those tricky times and however my husband and I choose to navigate that for our family is the way it's supposed to be. And so I think it's, it gets dangerous depending on the, um, the community that you find yourself in and whether or not it's really serving you or not. You know, you talked about how, um, the enemy knows that women are really powerful when they come together. Well, they can also be pretty destructive to one another too. Right. And so you see that dichotomy kind of play out. I was going to say two verses that always, I always replay in my head is God orders our steps. And when he says that it doesn't mean my steps are going to be ordered the same as this other mom or woman over here. And then also that he grants us the desires of our heart and my desires won't necessarily be another woman's desires because they're not supposed to be because he created us all to be exactly who we're supposed to be. And so when you are comparing yourself and you're trying to, you know, doing the comparison game and like, you know, seeing social media and asking for validation in Facebook groups and things like that, you're not truly comfortable, I think, in your own skin and letting God order your steps and being the person that God, and maybe it's hard. I know that gosh. And when you're in the throes of motherhood and your kids are little bitty and you're like, like I said, I feel like I lost me. And I feel like women do go through these phases of I'm good. I'm not, I'm okay now. No, I'm not. And then it's like, we're women. And let's be honest, we're all hormonal anyways. And so it's going to go up and down. And so, but just being comfortable in who you are in your own skin. And, um, when you compare yourself to others, you're not supposed to be like that person because God created them to be them. Mm-hmm. I like to use the, I like to use the example of the thumbprint. Like we all have thumbs. I mean, for the most part, most everybody, you know, has a thumb, but that thumbprint that is on your thumb is unique to you and only you in all of creation. Nobody before you or after you will ever have that. And I think that's such a beautiful picture of how God literally made each of us individual for a purpose. You know what I mean? There, we all have a, we all have a job that we were we were born to do many jobs that we were born to accomplish. And so I I think it takes a lot of, you you both commented about, you know, being comfortable in your own skin. Well, I'm, am I, how old am I? Am I 47? I think I just turned 47. Um, and yeah, I'm 47. I was like, am I 47 or 48? I always age myself a year, which is like the opposite of what you you would do. But I'm always, I don't know, in my mind, I'm already the uh, next year, but I just turned 47. Wait a minute. Or am I 46? 73? I feel no, like no, I'm 47. Once you reach a certain age, you just, it all blends together. It all blends I mean, together. Like, but, but I'm 40 ish something. Exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm on the other side of 45. I know that. So I think I just turned 47. So, okay. but I think that, um, I think that it takes a long time to be comfortable in your own skin. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, as much as you try to and think mm-hmm. you are in your 20s and your 30s, 
there's just something that happens as you get older. I have loved getting older. I have loved the wisdom that I have gained and the, um, the depth to my relationship with the Lord and how it has really helped yeah. me to truly, truly see who I am and, and who I am through him. And that has impacted that. That's the lens to which now I can look at everything, my relationships with other people, my relationships with my children, my husband, um, the mother that I was the mother that I am the grandmother that I'm about to be. And I think the, like, we can't, we can't skip, like, you don't get to like, we can't quantum leap from you know, the person that you are at 26 into the person you're going to be. And I feel like we live in this world where we want to, mm -hmm. we want to bypass these steps and get to that place. And so there's just, and I, th I think it was you, Jessica, that said, we just have to have massive amounts of grace for one another. Um, and at what you're doing, I believe is through your podcast and your, you know, the upcoming community that you'll be launching. Um, is you're giving women permission. You're giving them permission to be where they're at as they're on the journey. You're giving them permission to wherever they're at. It's totally okay. And it's normal. There's nothing wrong with them. And, uh, you both mentioned, you know, people seeking validation, like in groups and stuff like that. I actually feel sad for those women because that means they are so unsure of who they are and where they're at that they are seeking that out. And so, um, I, I think it's important because you're, you're giving them validation that mm -hmm. you're okay. You're not nuts. It is hard or, you know, yes. what I mean? mm -hmm. you're not alone. And you know, whatever, whatever the journey looks like for you, we support you and you're doing the right thing. It's a big deal. Yeah. 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 And you know, it's funny because we each have, you know, that own, own uniqueness, but there is that, you know, commonality and just like that over overwhelm is not the right word for it, but that shift that happens. And, you know, my oldest is three, so I'm still like fresh enough, right. That I yep. remember it, <laughs> but there's that, just that shift that happens when you become a mom, that's just like, okay. And nothing is ever the same yep. in yep. all the best ways and all of the ways that are just different. Right. Yeah. And I think that there's just so much power in being around other people who have experienced that too. Yeah. So. Um, in motherhood and in business, mm, yeah. you know, yeah. before, before you become a mom, um, my oldest is 10 and a half now, and he's my autistic son. And then our middle has outgrown, thank God, a lot of his food allergies, but he pretty much could eat air when he was like, like a baby. It was awful. But yeah, I, I have, you know, it's funny because like the mom I thought I would be, and it's like every, all three of my boys are completely different kids. I have to parent them differently. I just had all three of their parent teacher conferences and got told different stuff about each of them. Not bad things, but just like yeah. they all need to work on different stuff. And I was like, what the heck? They're all, they're just different. And so the type of mom I thought I would be and the type of mom I am now, I've loosened up a lot, but I've also been like, a lot of this is out of my control because mm. like God's had to totally leave me and how to parent them. Cause I don't always know the answers either, but it's funny because in business, I felt like four and a half years ago. Jessica knew everything. I, you know, I read all the blogs and the podcast and took the courses and I was like, oh, it's going to be this, 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 this. And my business has like completely gone into other, you know, other directions that I, when I thought it would go and it's totally a God thing. And it's all about trusting him, which is so hard. Um, because I have always been the type of person I want to do things my way. Mm -hmm. I know best I'm type a, it's going to go like this. And God's had to like totally shut a million doors for me over and over uh, in mom and motherhood and in business and be like, listen, 
Yep. I got, I got you just trust me. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to hang on a little bit more, do things my way, even though I'm making it harder for myself. So it's like, <laughs> I trust you, but ah, yes, I trust you, but <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. okay. Would you girls tell, um, individually and together, uh, anybody that's listening, how they can connect with you individually and how they can find you two as a team. Okay, so um, you can find me on Instagram at Jessica Peresta, P-E-R-E-S-T-A. That'd be the best place to find me. And then we have a shared Instagram called Industrious Moms. Um, and then also you can find our motherhood website, uh, industriousmoms.com and our Found in Motherhood podcast. I love it. And, and then I'm on, a- sorry, <laughs> I'm on oh, Instagram yes, too. That's kind of where we both tend to be the most, um, mm-hmm. at Anne with an E, A-N-N-E, Molesky, M-I-L-E-S-K-I. Awesome. Well, um, don't worry because all that information will be in the show notes of the podcast. And if you're watching this on YouTube, it'll be right below in the information about, about this podcast. And, um, we will make sure that, well, actually your membership would be through industrious moms, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So you'll have, you'll be able to click on the website and, uh, catch all that information, get on their list so that you get all the updated information. Um, again, freebies, and we have two freebies right oh. now too. One for moms and one for starting your online business. So check that out on the website as on well. On the website. Oh, amazing. Yes. Yes. Thank you for that. Gosh. I just, I just love that about women. We love to give stuff away. <laughs> We really do Yes, love to give stuff away, information, stuff, gifts, all of it. Well, you two are um, a a shining example of how powerful it can be when, you know, competition goes away, collaboration uh, and collaboration happens. I like to call it supernatural synergy because I believe that God will uh, just create momentum in individually in each of your lives and businesses and together collectively in what you're doing together. And uh, I just thank you from other moms that are out there that desperately need the things that you guys are saying. And um, I just pray blessings over you both. Thank you so much. much. Thank you guys for being on here today. Thank you. Can you imagine what the world would look like if there was no such thing as competition and everybody coexisted the way those two amazing women exist? I, I literally think the world would change. And quickly, too, because we're so efficient. (laughs) Oh, just another fantastic podcast here um, at the Girl Power Alliance podcast. So much going on. We wholeheartedly believe that 2021 is going to be your best year. And we have so many resources to help you. Have you joined us yet inside the membership? Girlpoweralliance.com. Join us. Every month we have a number of resources available to help you to continue to keep growing, whether it's in your business, your health, relational uh, growth, spiritual growth, and by the way, financial intelligence, like let's grow your wealth. Nothing is more powerful in my opinion than putting wealth in the hands of impact-minded believers. And so we're really committed to helping people to get that money mindset straight and learn how to create biblical wealth this year. That's inside the membership too. Head over there girlpoweralliance.com. Join us. If you have not already done so, please rate and review this podcast. Share it with other people. We love it when you do that. And we'd love for you to be a part of our private page on Facebook called GPA Inner Circle. Head over there so that you can hear all the stuff, be part of our weekly downloads and prayer calls and all that good stuff. We appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And 
you know, this is your year. Stop waiting. (laughs) God gave you the dream. You don't need any more confirmations. This is the last one. It's it. That's it. It's time. Make a move. And always remember that Girl Power Alliance is where women grow. Mm -hmm.